Don't smoke out the mic. If the mic gets well, high, yeah, the whole the thing's mic. fucked. I'll have to clean the resin off it. Yeah. My bad. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. We, we smoked like two or three <coughs> joints in here the other day, and it was very cloudy. And I was like, oh, I guess I'm going to have to open the window, but. I like the light. The shop lights? Yeah, yeah. they're LED, though. So yeah, yeah. it's clean. Yeah. Yeah, well, he works in them all the time, so he's like, fuck, dude, I might Maybe as well. Free. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No bulbs to change. Might not be the Samsung or whatever. You got the Osram Yeah, The Osram yeah. They, I mean, they probably are. Yeah, they <laughs> probably are. Like, Just because they make so many. Right. They come out of the factory next door. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Blunts. Oh, that's a big one. This is uh, motor breath from Firefly Organics. They're the guys that own Fire on 4 down in Portland. They have, uh, what's another strain that we have of theirs right now? Because that's what's in here. I can't remember what it's called. Uh, it's out there. They have a lot of good stuff. Secret cookies. Yep, secret cookies. That's yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. My bad. What's up, everybody? How's it going? This is That's the World We're Living In. I'm here with two buddies today. I got head cultivator at Capital Cultivation. Why don't you introduce yourself here? <clears throat> Hello, I'm Aaron. He's Aaron. <laughs> and I got the, the mastermind here. I got Bobby Rosso. He's the, what do you, what would you say? The CEO mastermind. Team leader. Team leader. Yeah. Yeah. Team of, leader of uh, what, Hive Capital, yeah, uh, Hive Capital, Shop Chronic, and Edibles. Edibles, yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Gang, 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 oh, yeah. gang. Yeah, so we're all in here. Yeah, we got the gang together. You know, we got to get Adam on here. Yeah, for sure. I think that that would be some some good info, especially about some of the other things that he's into. Yeah, I want to get him on here, even for the coins. Yeah, I know he'd love to talk about the bullion. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, for, yeah sure. for sure. <laughs> yeah, the toners. Yeah. yeah. Love yeah. the toners. The yeah. gold and the silver. Yeah, I, I got to get the fourth mic that has been in the mail or back ordered now for probably, I don't know, three or four months now. It's unreal. It's crazy. Yeah. They want to blame it on COVID. <laughs> yeah, they want to blame it on something. But it's not even the fact that it's not the manufacturing part. It's the fact that they're so much more busy because people are home buying these mics, doing things like this. Oh, yeah. I mean, this company that I get everything out of is this road. They're like an awesome company. It's pretty much everything that I have is through them. But they're like an Australian-based company. So I don't know if maybe that does have something to do with it because I I don't think they have like any sort of manufacturing in the United States. So maybe the shipping is a little bit scarce, but... Especially around Australia. Yeah. Yeah. But I've also (laughs) talked to like a lot of distributors and they said that like as soon as they get these products, they're like out and they don't get like maybe massive shipments of them they're kind of like so right they have to put them out to everybody so one distributor doesn't get everything yeah yeah but that's nice gear for sure yeah it looks cool i did some research like before and i wanted to make it because there's a lot of other types of like things that i could have used that maybe take more time to like edit and stuff like that and this is like the most streamlined thing that i could find 
where you it has like the sound bar and stuff. So I can add a bunch of like different things. I can like connect the Bluetooth. So I can like, like if I wanted to, I could call Adam right now. Right. Yeah, up, you know on. what I mean? Have him on via, <laughs> yeah. via phone. That's cool. And uh, yeah, and I can even hook up my phone. Like, um, Dude, it's like, all right there. It's simple. Yeah, yeah. Play, vi- play video. Like I have that big screen TV over there. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. That, that is definitely, we need one of those in the store. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> that I'm going to eventually, it's, I put that up there just to see like um, right. what it was like, but um, eventually I'm gonna like play videos through there. I think so. Maybe like comment on them or whatever. I'm you got to figure out like how that works. Yeah, you I can listen, do it though. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Like maybe you have to like give them some sort of uh, credits at the end of the podcast or something. But I listen to some podcasts and watch some like online podcasts, and you can see that they they listen to like music and watch videos and stuff but i'm there's got to be some copyright thing that i'm like yeah i wonder yeah i'm sure but probably quick google search scroll find a reputable source you probably get the info right yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) but definitely you went with quality there's no doubt this is what i see pretty much all the you know pros using yeah for sure but i was gonna say i gotta do some housekeeping before i get started because i've been doing some research like i said Got to tell everyone, if you like the show, like and subscribe, rate and review wherever you get the podcast. And also, I th- thanks to everyone who's listened to like the first few episodes because it's actually like a lot more than I expected. So oh, I'm yeah. hype on that. Yeah. That's dope. It's good to get that organic support. Yeah, sure. and a lot of people are giving me, you know, shares and stuff like that, and I appreciate that a lot. It's like. It's actually crazy how many more. I was like, I'll probably get like 10 people. You know, like people like for the first few episodes, I thought like I wouldn't get that many until I started really pushing it out. Right. And branching out. So yeah. you get all of these uh, shares, yeah, you know. Exactly. Get more people out. That's why I was like, when I was kind of like thinking the pro, like the podcast through like brainstorming, I was like, do I want to set it so it's like me and like two guests each week so people get to know the t- like the format like who exactly who it is right or do i want to branch out every week and have different voices and i thought like with what i was doing like that's the world we're living in it wouldn't really be that's the world we're living in if it was just three people right. uh, every world, time it would be guys yeah <laughs> you know what i mean so it would kind of like take away from the whole aspect of what i wanted it to be right yeah, no, I think I think it's going good so far. They I know you don't want to say it, but they should get on that Patreon too. That's how things like this grow, you know? That's like for real how you expand and how you're on more platforms is by having support. That's Yeah, and I even not, set up um an anchor support thing. It's just like Patreon that's yeah. e- even easier. And I want to figure out something with Patreon because what I want to do is figure out the right tier yeah you know what i mean like what people would want access to right exactly what makes it special like what do they get in return for supporting you that's just your own stuff right because i also don't want people to just blindly like give me something and maybe they don't even like the show like they're like oh well i feel bad for roy like i'll get i'll get you know what i mean like he's really trying over there right but like i would like them to actually benefit from it like be like oh wow he like includes me like uh-oh. Oh, hold on one second. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Set off the set off the alarm there. It's all good. Oh, yeah, that's classic, though. That's how you know you're doing it right. Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah, for sure. That was quick, though. I got to it quick. Oh, yeah. Hopefully you that didn't, didn't. <laughs> That alerted me quite a, quite a bit, though. I'm up now. Did his job. I'm awake. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, for real. So yeah, what? How was you guys this week? week, Aaron? How was your? How was it hanging out with that dude all week? <laughs> oh, that dude Rory, man, he really puts me through the ringer. Yeah, you know? hanging out with him all day. You know, he's a cool guy though. Yeah. He's easy to scare. Sneak up on in the rooms. <laughs> I know, nice people probably boom. think Erica must beat me or something, the way that, like, <laughs> I get so shocked when somebody pulls up on me. Oh, yeah, one day, dude, I walked up behind you and just tapped you on the shoulder and threw your hands up and screamed, like, ah! I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> I'm like, sorry, dude, I didn't mean to scare you. Yeah, you know, I've been through some shit, you know? <laughs> no. The war cry. Yeah. But you just get in the zone, and you just get to work, and, you know, you throw the headphones in. So I guess... Yeah, I, yeah. Easy to scare in those moments. I One guess. time I was listening to this podcast and it was about, they were talking about like the um, top like movies of the 90s. And they started talking about, um, there was something like, something sneaking up right behind them in the movie or something. They're sneaking up right behind you. And then like, I'm like <laughs> paying attention. I'm doing something. Aaron like tapped me. I was like, oh my. It, like right at like the worst timing. So I'm like, <laughs> but yeah, my favorite's uh, sneaking into the grill and giving Aaron hoedown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nothing scares you like uh, your pants no. getting whipped. Yeah, right. <laughs> no way, dude. Yeah, ah! No way. That's a. Yeah. yeah, you don't want that. Happening. Yeah, I've screamed like that before. Yeah, for sure. Especially getting hoedown. We've all yeah. imagined <laughs> let out a scream or two. So how was your week? Pretty good, man. You know, just. Uh, Trying, you know, always trying to make progress in everything that we're doing. Trying to, um, you know, hit that next step before, you know, the step maybe isn't there. So, yeah. and you dropped the uh, Halloween party. Yeah, yeah, Halloween party. That should be cool. That'll. Be sick. Yeah, yeah. It should. It'll definitely be a great value uh, for the patients that buy the tickets. Um, I got a bunch of cool stuff that we're gonna give away in a a bunch of games that we're going to, um, you know, offer, and then you get prizes for that too. So uh, it's just, yeah, it's our chance to, like, give back because, you know, we wouldn't be here without them. Right, yeah. Any ideas for the games? Anything cool? Yeah, um, so we're going to do, like, a ring toss, like, with pumpkins. So you got to toss the rings onto the pumpkins. Um, and then we're doing like a cash grab type thing. Like we got custom like hive like currency printed, mm -hmm. and then the we got the booth that blows oh, the no cash, shit. and you got to catch oh, it. And wow. whatever you catch, those are gift certificates to hive. So you know, there's ones, fives, twenties, and oh, wow. yeah. So whatever you can get in your time is your gift certificate. So yeah, just you know stuff like that. Uh, a few other games, but I don't want to. I don't want to. Do yeah, don't spoil them all. Yeah, that one sure. is. I mean, man. Yeah, yeah. Can't for sure. get much crazier yeah. than the yeah, money yeah. machine. Yeah, that was Adam's idea. Really? Yeah, for sure. He's Rob's like, dude. Man. All right, dude. He, he like ran to me the <laughs> next morning. It'd be so like nobody could steal it from him. Right. And he's like, he's like, dude, dude. All right, <laughs> cash grab. And I was like, what? And he did the mind exploding thing. And I was like, okay, mm -hmm. let's do it. Dude. Yeah. You know, and so, yeah, it was cool because we'll have the custom money and, you know, but hive money. So that's dope. That's awesome. So there's a company that like specializes in that type yeah. of thing? Propcurrency.com. But like the machine itself, like the booth where you get in with the. Oh, yeah. 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 There's a bunch of different ones of those for sure. Oh, wow. That's cool. 
Yeah, so, yeah, that should be sweet. We'll have high roller lobster there. Oh, that's... Yeah. So if you buy one of the, um, you know, the preferred tickets, then you get a free lobster <coughs> roll. That's worth it in itself. Yeah, for sure, because the <laughs> the free ticket is twenty four twenty. Uh, one of those lobster rolls is like fifteen bucks. Uh, the original ticket's seven ten, so that's twenty two ten right there. So you're getting the t shirt for two bucks. So right, definitely some good value. Plus the whole experience. Right. Oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, that'll be dope. And we're holding we're holding back the display grow so that it's still uh still up still displaying oh nice in all its beauty a week late so <laughs> nice <laughs> you know, oh, yeah. but yeah so she'll be fading hard going full term yeah full full term so yeah no it'll it'll be a, a good time um and you know the crew will be dressed up and everything like last year so oh nice yeah so that'll be cool party should be fun so aaron what's up what's it like <laughs> Moving from Nashville all the way up to Augusta, uh, Augusta, Maine. Definitely, uh, definitely was a change of pace. Uh, where I lived in Nashville, it was like ten minutes from a downtown city, pretty much. So, being able to do anything you want, you can just drive no more than thirty minutes or so, and you can do whatever. So, <coughs> moving up here, there's like, it's just different. It's like everything's spread out. Uh, I don't know. It's just different. You know, it's way, way different as far as the laws go with cannabis. and. Yeah, that must be uh, definitely a big change. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, How strict are they down there still? Oh, I mean, it's insane. You, I mean, I think it's, I think it's decriminalized a little bit. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's just misdemeanors now for, like, small amounts, but you definitely can't go buy it. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, so... So the black market's still striving down there. Oh, yeah, it's all black market. And CBD, so... And CBD. Yeah, which is, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I like it, though. Um, I like it up here. I mean, I wouldn't trade it for anything. I the, don't know. <laughs> the, what about the speed of life? Must be a lot different. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh Went from, like, sitting in traffic on the way to work every day for, like, hours. Yeah. To not. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, it's just, there's no traffic up here. There's no interstates. It's all highways and, you know, back roads and stuff. So, I don't know. It's cool, though. I like it. I enjoy it. There is um, more of a nightlife probably down there, huh? Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's for sure a nightlife and, like, all the... I feel like there's a lot of bachelor bed parties that go on down there. Wow. That must be nice, huh? Uh, <laughs> I mean, I never, like, mingled around that area. I mean, it's all, like, a tourist trap, I guess you could say. But That's weird uh, that it, there's, like, a bachelorette, like, capital. Yeah, you know I, I, mean? I guess on the East Coast, I mean. Mm -hmm. But that's, like, kind of all in the past, like, 10 or 15 years that that kind of developed. Oh, you for know, sure. you know, that whole scene, because, yeah, I, I lived down in Nashville for two years, uh, and obviously that's when me and right, him met. Right, that's how you guys met. Yeah, up. but, yeah, when I lived there, it wasn't, it wasn't, it was more, it was definitely more locals down on Broadway. Oh, for sure. Than there is, like, Yeah, today. there was definitely a boom within the past. It's weird. Probably like, 10 or 15, 10 years yeah. or so. Like, you were down there kind of 
like in the uprising of it, I would say. Right at the beginning, probably when Graham and all those places were kind of shutting down and then getting bought by kind of um, not gentrified, but kind of is how that happened. And then all those other higher end bars came in. Right, right. I don't know. Yeah, I never hung out around those areas. Yeah, no <laughs> Try not to. No, yeah, yeah, for sure. But yeah, gotta love Graham. Yeah, that, that was a, <laughs> a fun place. It was like a five-story like bar, club. Like It had an 80s floor. It had a hip-hop like section. It had like a Coyote Ugly section. Like, like a karaoke what? floor. Yeah, it yeah. was insane. Then the rooftop yeah. that overlooked like the river that went through the city. Damn, that yeah. sounds like a good time. It was. It was... It was dope, for sure. Like, you know, like, I don't know. So you could go, you could, would you, like, get access to one level or something? Or would you get access to, like, all No, of you'd pay one entry fee, and it, you got everything. You got all yeah. five floors. Wow. Yeah. yeah. It was it was, it was Looking awesome. Looking back. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> would like, you see different um, types of people, like, chilling on different levels? For sure. Point, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there were like the nomads that just like went to all of them, like different constantly. nights too. Yeah, there were different things, different nights as well. Right. Oh, there wow. was a lot going on in that place. Yeah, it really was. And, and what like, was it called? The Graham. Graham Central Station. Graham Central. Yeah, dude. They had the staircase. <laughs> <laughs> the whole way up. Yes, dude. All the way up. Every floor was the yeah, staircase. Staircase. Dude. Five floors, dude. Oh, no elevator. <laughs> so though. it's just like. Yeah, the times I did go there, I saw plenty of people eat shit down those stairs. Yo, for sure. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it was like... Try to catch the guy's shoulders in front of him, (laughs) knocks that guy into the... Oh, dude, it's a mess. Dude, the chicks with heels, man. Don't be in front of them, because they're tumbling. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, Nashville is awesome, because you're talking about a place with, like, a pro football team, with an international airport, like everything all in one right. with its own kind of country flair is it's definitely not like Augusta. It's definitely <laughs> yeah. place. Yeah, for sure. I mean, so yeah. I, I guess I, that's know. true. If you bring in like something like a professional sports team in an airport, yeah, like you're going to get, I mean, we got Augusta Airport. Right. But, no, but, um, <laughs> but yeah, you're going to get like, it's like a becomes like a melding pot of oh, people, sure. you know, and stuff like that. So that's like, oh for sure, kind of yeah. That's got to be a lot different than up here. And there's a like where he lived, you know, like Antioch is like a supporting like suburb of Nashville. So like Nashville, when you think of Nashville, if you like have lived there, it's just all of those places you know, is Nashville for the most part. Right, right. Pretty much, yeah, the whole county, Davidson County, right. is Nashville. is Nashville, yeah. Right. So, <coughs> I mean, but they have their own, like, you know, it's all, like, little suburbs and whatnot. But pretty much consider it Nashville for the most part. Yeah. And so can one of you guys tell the story about how you guys met? Because I think that's pretty funny. Yeah, I'll, I'll let you tell your side of it or on how it kind of happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah <for> sure. <laughs> or what was going on. Yeah, and, like, yeah. Whatever. I, I, I mean... Yeah, I mean, we, the burgers and cream, right? Right, right. Yeah, yeah okay, that was so, the yeah, right. So, um, yeah, I was living in Nashville. Uh, I had moved uh, to Nashville. Well, I had lived in Nashville. I went into the military, and then after I got out of the military, I moved back to Nashville again. And um, I had a right-hand drive car, uh, a Honda Civic Type R that um, I had bought while I was in the military, and so um, Nashville has a really cool car scene. Like, there's just a lot of people with a lot of different type of cars that get together 
at different little meets or events. And so um, <clears throat> I had heard of this one at this restaurant called Burgers and Cream where this guy that owned it had some pretty awesome cars and stuff. And so everybody met up there. So, yeah, I was headed down. I don't know if it's Briley Parkway or 24 to get there. Uh, I don't know. One of those yeah, so I was just riding down 65. in my car, which <coughs> is, like I said, right-hand drive, and I just hear this, like, you know, and, and I'm like, oh, it's another car. Like, all right, cool. This dude's probably going to, you know, try to mess with me or whatever. So <laughs> I, like, look over. <laughs> you know, that's just how it is. You know, yeah, dude's yeah. going to pull up, and he's probably going to, like, drop a gear and try to, you know, and I'm just probably going to cruise because, like, my car's not fast. Like, it's just right-hand drive. So, like, in the sense of it just has, like, a four-cylinder, you know, small little engine. So, right. anyways, I look over. And I, like, glance, and I look back, and I'm like, wait, what the hell? And it's another dude, because the seat, the driver's on, like, the other side, because they right. they should be right next to me, because that's always how it is. And then they're like, whoa, like, holy fuck, right. the dude's in a right-hand drive car, whoa, what the fuck? But this time, the dude's in a right-hand drive car, so I'm like, what the hell? Like, oh, shit, hey, what's up, dude? And I'm like, damn, and, This you is know, while you're driving? Yeah, and, yeah. like, I, I'm not like, hey, what's up, dude? I just look over and think, like, oh, oh, right, hey, yeah. what's up, dude? Like, what right. the hell, you have a right-hand drive car? Immediately, dude's <laughs> cool, because he has, like, a right-hand drive car. Right. No one else has that, so he's immediately cool in right. that sense. So, uh, I mean, I am I think, I can't really remember. I think we Which is probably, a cool status thing. Yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? There You're wasn't like, many of right. us, right, I mean, right, yeah. for sure. Back then, there wasn't that many in town. Right, so we may have messed around a little bit, but... Then, like, I got off, and he just so happened to be going to that meet also. And so, you know, I immediately am like, oh, hey, dude, like, what's up? Nice car. So you guys, like, just parked next to each other pretty much? Or, or you know, whatever. I definitely approached him. <coughs> I, I don't, like, necessarily remember, like, how the night went, but I definitely remember. I remember that. That's when I remember meeting Aaron and fucking the car, That's you know, the, the that meet. But I don't know, what else do you remember? Yeah, yeah, I mean, that was pretty much it. Uh, yeah, I had a 180SX Nissan, which is like, it was a drift car pretty much. Because back in the day, that's what I was into. It was my hobby, was uh, tinkering around with Nissans. And right, didn't you say you the just burned through the tires? Oh, yeah, And you could sure. get some from, uh, didn't you have like a hookup for the tires somehow? Yeah, I actually worked at a dealership, and I would get like the takeoffs for, yeah. you know, nothing and i can mount them for free which that's like a huge thing if you're you know burning through tires is tires and mounting them that, right that's a cost that could add up but uh i could do it for free so that was cool right so um yeah i was uh driving through like it was right through downtown one night and uh, i was on my way to the car meet and uh in the distance i thought i saw a civic or, you know, a Type R or whatever. And mm -hmm. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Let's see what's up. So I kind of sped up and mm -hmm. got next to him. And I was like, or got a little bit closer. Noticed it was right-hand drive. And I remember him posting it on the local forums back in the day. So I was like, oh, shit, it's that one guy. Shout out 10-speed. Oh, yeah, 10-speed, not that. That was the... Is that still a thing? I don't think so. It, you know, like, it, was it like a forum media or something? It came up, yeah. Mm -hmm. The forums just took, like, the major hit. Yeah, they did. Yeah. So, uh... But, yeah, we, like, followed each other for, I don't know, probably 10 miles or so to the meet. Yeah, I talked there. I don't know. I think we probably – was that back in MySpace days? Yeah. I, yeah, that was definitely, like, 
MySpace. No, there was, I think there was, was Facebook, Facebook, but like it was the transition for right, sure. Right, right, right. Yeah, like 2009. Right, for sure. Rest in peace. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah I still think MySpace was cooler. Oh, yeah. Total, in, as, a, as, a, as a total social media thing. Because yeah. I thought you could get access like music yeah. better and like find new mu- uh, and customize your shit. Like so, yeah. your page was yours, not just like everybody else's with your picture. Right. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. That was the customization and like being able to use code to like change some things to make it look how you wanted. Right. And some definitely. people would go ham. Oh yeah, it was yeah. like the, their specialty. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like I don't yeah, know yeah. what they moved <clears throat> on to or if they ever moved on, but like they were <laughs> yeah, killing no, it. Yeah. They, that. Yeah. No doubt. Oh, use the co- use the uh, code generator. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the code generator. <laughs> right, yeah. dude. Yeah, but yeah. So make then it so you could have more than eight friends, eight top friends. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah move like, it up to ten. Like the, yeah, yeah. But then after that, obviously, at you know more car events and like linking up more. Um, y- he was he was like yeah the the kind of drift guy with the with the Nissan that would just do kind of funny goofy stuff you know like <laughs> whether it was putting you know the rogue status pattern across his hood or you know like drifting out of an event all the way up the on-ramp and onto the highway burning rubber with smoke <laughs> flying through the air just like everybody just stops everything that they're doing and just looks over and dude is like literally just blowing smoke sideways <laughs> up the on-ramp you know just like having fun I like that fun yeah yeah, yeah for sure yeah <clears throat> so so, yeah, I mean, it was easy to, you know, get together like that. And then, I mean, yeah, after that, we just kept in touch because he always supported the Shop Chronic thing that I was doing. And then when I had weed and I'd come down to Nashville, I'd always make sure I hit him up and, you know, uh, we would smoke footlongs. He had a Bronco. Oh, oh yeah. shit! Yeah, so we'd take oh, he'd yeah. have the top off the back of that, dude. You know, <laughs> he'd be sitting in the Bronco or whatever, you know, just ripping. But I wish um, you still had that thing. Those yeah. hot summer nights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, definitely one of the more memorable car things we did together was on 420. Um, we went down to Atlanta for this car show, and. Um, we, you know, of course, I had a bunch of weed, and it was like a six-hour drive, was it? Or how far is Atlanta? And it probably ended up being six. Because yeah, of the car. Yeah, we... Usually about four, though. Right, yeah. We got stopped in a traffic jam, like, dead stop. We're all out of the vehicles, <laughs> like, just, like, chilling. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure we were smoking on the highway on the side, like, waiting for traffic to go because it wow. hadn't been so long. So, anyways... In a caravan. It, in a, yeah, yeah. Or, no, it was a Tahoe, right? Oh, a caravan, caravan of, of people. Cars, yeah, 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 yeah. We had not like, literally no. a caravan. I was like, <laughs> no, no, we were driving. <laughs> oh, you guys going to <laughs> car show? Car show in a caravan. <laughs> yeah, what's up? Right, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, it's like sure. a van car show. It's like for yeah. for <laughs> soccer moms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it was. It was dope, man. But uh, yeah, no, we had a bunch of people with us. But uh, we, what happens at these car shows is they find the local La Quinta Inn and they we literally book out the whole hotel mm-hmm. with all car dudes. So the whole hotel is dope-ass cars, people out on the balconies, like, just, it's like, some, it was something to see, for sure. It was like, it was not like Yeah, looking things. back, that was cool. It was sweet, I yeah. didn't really realize it in the moment, Yeah. Probably. So yeah. would you How ever have, was? like, the <laughs> random uh, family that had pre-booked, like, a 
For like sure. A room. <laughs> like a yeah. room. You'd have like a random right, just family, like, you know, all the sick cars and then a random mm-hmm. ra- caravan. The caravan would be yeah. there, yeah. Yeah, but, um, you know, and the police would come, but there's so many of us that have all paid for rooms and stuff that like there's not much they can do besides make sure that we're not drinking and driving and doing like literal illegal stuff. Like but the Aaron isn't drifting right, in the parking lot. But <laughs> but we are because they're always right next to the highway. So what happens is two people they, you know, whatever, I'm like, Aaron, yo, let's do a run and then you go up the on ramp and then once you get to the top of the on ramp is the the race. You know, so you're standing outside the hotel and there's races all night right in front of you on that on-ramp down the highway. So it's like, it's a crazy vibe, like, overall, you know, because it's a car show in the parking lot. It's a race on the highway. Right there. And it's a party (laughs) inside. It's like, it's it's wild. Like, I, of course, bring all the weed. Like, everybody knew, like, I was a dude with the weed. So we rolled up footlongs, dude, and on the top floor of the hotel, we took that part over. Well, we didn't take it over. We all had the rooms, but that was the smoking area. So on each end of the hallway, we just had the double windows open, and we were just smoking everywhere, dude. All all the doors opened, all the rooms, everybody partying, smoking, (laughs) dude, in Atlanta on 420 in the La Quinta Inn. It was like our party. It ended up just being us smoking. Yeah, because everybody else <laughs> couldn't handle it, dude. Like, everybody else was, like, passing out and, like, fucking no, freaking dude, no. out. <laughs> They're like, yeah. not another one. Yes, dude, exactly. And you so. got, like, a foot long. Yes, and we're, like, hanging out the window, smoking, yelling to, like, our friends. Like, it was just, like, I couldn't even picture that happening One of the today. homies got stuck in the elevator. Yes. Got now, stuck in the, not elevator. the elevator got stuck. He was just like, didn't know what to do once so he got he in kept, the elevator. Yeah, he kept going up <laughs> and down. Yeah, so it was, yeah, for sure. So between, you know, the car thing brought us together and then the weed thing kind of kept it going, you know, in that sense. Did you continue to go down to Nashville and like visit? Or did, did you come up to Maine to visit? Like, how did that happen? Yeah, I, I, I was going and then it transitioned into. Yeah, him coming up. Yeah. We're like, I'll check out this main, I guess. Yeah. yeah. And it was cool. Like, I came up in the summer, one summer, and it was just like, the weather was perfect. And I was like, holy shit. Because the summers in Nashville are like 90s, 100s. Yeah. And so you're pretty much just living humidity. inside all, all day and then going out at night? Is that how that It's like works? our winter kind of in the sense of like, yeah, you don't go outside unless you're like doing something you know for that i mean even the nights are kind of like you know spicy they're yeah yeah (laughs) you're still you know wringing out your shirt or whatever like just the humidity yeah but i mean the winters aren't snowy if you're not into that you know the winters aren't snowy in in winter how is it like weather wise like temperature uh i mean it gets cold sometimes like you know nothing like it does here but it gets down to 20s and Maybe zeros every once in a while. Hmm. Doesn't snow like it does up here, which... Did you ever get snow, like, when you were down there? Yeah, but, you know, only a few inches. And very rarely. It didn't stick around for the whole season like it does here. But they closed down everything. The whole city shuts down if they're even calling for it. They're shutting down schools. Really? Yeah. People are calling out of work. 
it the whole city shuts down. They salt all the roads and then prior uh, before yeah. anything's yeah. Even. <laughs> <laughs> Why? What's going on? They're so fucking Dude, just I, like, I have no clue. It's weird. One time I went to I like called my work and when I worked at Longhorn, I was like, So are we open? They're like, Well, they haven't said we're closed yet and there was like I remember trying to drive to work and I was like Dude, my truck was like having a hard time even getting through <laughs> the the snow, and then I remember just barely making it into the um, parking lot, and I got there before anyone. I'm like, "What the hell's going on?" And then I see like the manager; right. he comes trying to come in, and he like comes drifting around the corner <laughs> and like smashes up onto the si- sidewalk area, like the where they have like the nice. median where they plant like all the like shrubs and stuff up there. And uh, then he, like, pulls in, and I'm like, yeah, this is pretty fucked up that we're here, huh? Like, do you think anybody's going to come eat here today? <laughs> and he's like, I don't know. And we literally just went in, and he's like, yeah, I don't – we don't have anything to do, so um, if you want, you can just hang out on your phone or whatever. I was like, dude, I did not come here to hang out on my phone right now. <laughs> right. Like, this is messed up. <laughs> yeah, no, that's uh, – they, they have this famous hill, like, over by where he's at that, like, froze up. And everybody was, like, trying to make it up this hill and just, like, sliding sideways and, like, smashing, like, dude, the cars, mess. dude. And just not set up for it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> what it is, dude. They just, dude. They're not set up for it. That's, like, yeah. what you see those videos online of, like, the hills where, yeah. like, one car starts sliding down, oh, yeah. hits one, starts going. I've seen there. that before. Like, yeah. You've seen that happen? Yeah, yeah, for sure, right? Like, yeah. not even a mile from my house, dude. Yeah, one of those videos is that hill. <laughs> By his house, probably, probably yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a mess. I yeah. mean, I don't mind it because you know the drifting thing. I'm just that must I like that fun. fun. Yeah. So like, even in my normal car, I can slide around and goof off, but right. and get a little out of control and, yeah, <laughs> for sure. Been there, done that. Mm-hmm. That was my favorite thing about the snow down there. But don't do it much up here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like the big smile. I've, I, I didn't I've do grown much up here. since. Yeah, <laughs> he's grown up. When you were down there, you did BMXing. Uh, yeah, like way back in high school. That way was back like in high school. That was like my high school hobby, I guess you could say. And then and you transitioned to the cars. Uh, yeah. After I graduated, well, right before I graduated, I had I blew out my knee, like tore my ACL, meniscus. Some other stuff, so I had to get that repaired, and uh, yeah, it was just at a weird time, and uh, graduated. I needed to get a full time job. Found a full time job at a car dealership, so ended up having to get that, and didn't really have time for the BMX anymore. Even though, like in high school, I like traveled. I don't know, traveled a lot of places right. for free. You know, I went to Woodward for free and all kinds of stuff. All. All on a bicycle, so that was. Cool do you time think in my you life. would still pick a uh, like, pick up a bike and do anything on it? Yeah, I think I could. Yeah, I mean, I still got my bike. It's uh, back in Tennessee in the garage, chilling. <laughs> when you go down, pick <laughs> it, pick up, and bring it back. Right, I probably should ship it back. Yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. It's all. I'd like to see you whip around on one of those. I think that'd be cool. No way, dude! I can't. <laughs> if I, you I saw, can't take it easy. Dude, I saw a video <laughs> of him. From back then, yeah, dude, I was like, "Holy <laughs> shit, dude!" He doesn't. He goes full throttle. There was no like half throttle about this video. It was him <laughs> going as hard. Like it had to be a competition, right? Probably because it probably I was, was like, "Holy fuck!" 
Dude, like, I would have been dead the first first instant of what he was doing. Spinning bars, spinning around, oh, yeah, dude. doing all kinds of shit. Like, pretty pretty impressive. I was like, okay. Yeah, I want to see it. My daughter, <laughs> that would be so cool. My daughter was like, that's not Aaron. And I was like, no, <laughs> it is. He's like, out. no, it's not. And I was like, all right, whatever. Yeah, so, when, when I blew out my knee, I was actually filming for a video part that a local guy was filming. That had like a bunch of the local Nashville riders, mm-hmm. and uh, like two of the other guys that had video parts, you know, they went on to be sponsored by you know people like Etnies and you know big companies. Yeah, have their own signature line of parts through bike companies and stuff, and like that's their living. You know what I mean? They they travel the world, right? Riding bikes. So. Have you it's watched any of their like stuff like more recently to oh, see yeah. how like good they've gotten? Yeah, for sure. One guy, Nathan. Uh, I watched a video of him the other day, and it was just like, it's insane, like how good he is, and just how the tricks that he were doing was like, you can't even do in video games, <laughs> you know what I right. mean? Right? Holy like, crap! How do you even think of this stuff? And it's just like creative skill, I guess. So, as a like when you were younger, were you always like super like kind of extreme? You know, like were you always like doing like yeah, kind of like the more hardcore type of stuff like that? Yeah, I guess like, so. Because I, I feel like it to. must take a certain mentality to even, because a bike's like a heavy object. So, right, like, right. when you're swinging it around and you, like, get smashed with it, you must be like, oh, fuck. Like, a lot of people will be like, all right, that's the last time I'm doing that. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right, right. Yeah. But, yeah, me, I don't know. I just always wanted to try to progress and, you know, take things at full throttle. And right. if I'm not on the edge or pushing it, then it's not really that much fun. Right. No, I hear you there. And I feel like that snowboarding now is kind of scary. <laughs> he's got the feeling that's how that's how you want to be with snowboarding I, I mean with anything i don't know it's with, no. with stuff that <laughs> so no. yeah he no he does he sometimes he he does the full <laughs> throttle thing like i saw in oh, that video sure. yeah do it snowboarding oh and all of a sudden i'll look back and he's like face down in a pile of snow <laughs> with with his snowboard wrapped around his head and i'm like dude what he's like oh <laughs> that's great just yeah. something about hobbies i don't know when i get interested in something i just have to go no it's i mean it sucks being interested in something yeah being interested in something and then just like being not good at it you right. know what i mean so yeah for sure right no that's true but yeah no that's the that is the you know the good thing about maine in the winters yeah we got the the skiing and the snowboarding and that's right, kind of yeah. A Love good release, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I need to try it. I'm, I've literally, I've obviously done it, but like never at like a mountain yeah. or anything. Yeah, I've yeah. only done like I didn't do much backyard. until I moved up. And right. That yeah, it's definitely a positive about moving up here. Snowboarding, it's so cool to be able to drive an hour and hit a sick mountain and get clotheslined by a branch in the woods. Oh, dude, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Just, you know, but that's 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 like us trying to chase my daughter like through the woods, you know, and on oh, these for woods sure. trails. She's a beast, yeah. Dude. yeah, but you know, it's hard to it, keep up. But for <laughs> you, you wouldn't be having to worry about any branches or nothing. I saw the way you did that overly big swallow when I said get clotheslined by a branch <laughs> like, uh, I maybe like, I won't I was like that. well where, where are you guys going I thought it was like an open path usually yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. no it's a good time for sure no I'd like I'd like to try maybe I will sometime oh yeah gotta get you out there I'll try it I'll the definitely slopes. try it do you uh do you ski or do you snowboard 
We both snowboard. Both yeah, snowboard. my daughter but skis. Daughter skis. Yeah. Like, which one do you think is easier to do? I mean, so, I don't know. We brought, like, a few people, like, friends, like, you know, whatever, Nashville friends or whatever, different people for their first time. And, mm-hmm. like, first time snowboarding, I think, is definitely harder. Yeah, it's I think harder it's the fixed feet position is the hardest thing to get over. Yeah. How you just, stu- like... Like, how your feet are just stuck in one spot. Yeah. People kind of get weird about that, I think. Mm-hmm. They're not used to it. Yeah, they end up just, like, you know, falling on their butt a lot or, <coughs> you know, catching the front edge, you know, so, like... Or hurting their knees. Yeah, hurting their knees. So, it's, like, I always recommend to people, if you're just trying to do it for fun with your friends every once in a while or whatever, and you don't care about what you're doing, then mm-hmm. I would ski because you'll be able to learn and get out there with them a little faster mm-hmm. than you would if you were trying to snowboard if you really want to snowboard and that's like something you've always wanted to do then just do it just know you got a learning curve ahead of you that and you're, you're gonna not, fall off the chair the first trip yeah <laughs> yeah and you're not gonna be able to go with your your boys who are really good you know your first two or three times for sure right you know unless you're just Screw it. Somehow. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Or just throw yourself down the mountain on your butt or whatever. I don't know. But yeah, no, I mean, skiing is just a little quicker. It's still to like learn, you mean? Yeah, quicker to learn. Yeah. You'd be out with your friends, you know, a few days sooner. But yeah. No matter what, you'll be on the mountain. You'll be one with the mountain. The mountain will love you. Yeah. You'll love it. How long have you been uh, snowboarding? Well, I started when I was, like, 17, but, like, took a long break and then got back into it, like, when my daughter started being able to do it because mm-hmm. it was, you know, something we could do together in the winter that was outside. Mm-hmm. Did she start snowboarding and then switch to skiing, or did she she's, start with skiing? She's always been skiing. She started snowboarding last year and trying it, you know, once a week because they stay up at the mountain, like, three or four days a week during the uh you know winter season mm-hmm. because she's homeschooled so she is just homeschooled there and then does uh ski school and then she has like a private coach thing that's like her friend that takes her on some days so like mm-hmm. she's out there constantly so she's like really good but the snowboarding thing is hard to learn even though she like cranks on the skis once you put her on the snowboard her confidence is like gone and like it's almost like starting from mm-hmm. square one even though she's great on skis, like he said, that fixed foot thing, especially if you've been a skier, is, like, so different than how you have to work your skis. Right. You know, just kind of, like, the, the stopping is, like, kind of the same, right, right. like, position. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, so even though, you know, she would, like, amaze you on skis, you'd be like, that can't be her on the snowboard because she's just, like, falling constantly, you know, not able to grasp that. Right you know, two feet connected thing. But, yeah, yeah. Different yeah. feet pressure. Yeah. Different feet. It's a little more complicated, I would think. Yeah, it for sure. And that that's why I say if you just want to get out with your friends and get on the mountain, just ski, you know, because it's easier for sure. Yeah. And you know? she's uh, super passionate about the skiing, right? Yeah, she definitely, definitely loves it. She likes cleaning up the mountain. She's, like, obsessed with picking up the trash that people drop and putting it in the trash can. Oh, yeah. Wow. So Sunday River did like a little blog feature on her last year about that. That's so awesome. That was cool for her because it was like a little recognition for just doing good. Right. Yeah. yeah. No, that's awesome. For sure. Yeah. No. So it's like 
her second home over there, pretty much. Right. And She's going to be a uh, Olympic skier when she grows up. Maybe, but no matter what, we'll always get to ski together, and that's, like... That's awesome. Really, what I was going for from the jump was creating that, like, long, lifelong kind of bond that we could do together. Something that you guys have together, yeah. Yeah, and the fact that she, like, likes it and is pretty good, that's just a bonus, because it means she can keep up with us, you know, and then it's not a separate thing. You know, she'll be, it'll be like me, him, and her just ripping the lift, like, for a day, you right. know, and she, for the most part, keeps up. Yeah, so that's, that's awesome. fun, for sure. When did you start doing the UTV thing? Um, so uh, when I when I came back, I bought, like, it's it's like this kind of, Long story, but to make it short, I bought my first UTV in, like, 2012 or 13, and I bought it off my friend, but my friend bought it off this guy who owned a snowboard shop um, over by Sunday River, and his name was Pete, and he he buys it off this dude, drives it for a little bit, and then sells it to me because he gets a new one. So why that matters is... um, you know, fast forward to like 2017, 2016, and one of my buddies um, had started this kind of UTV racing series, um, and his partner was this Pete guy that I originally bought the my first UTV off from. And so I was like, hey guys, like I'll help you out with this UTV racing series. Like I like building and branding things and, you know, all that. So they took me on. My buddy who brought me on ended up having another kid and having to leave. So it ended up being me and this dude, Pete. And the racing series was called uh, New England. Well, they had called it New England uh, UTV Rally Cross. And so when I came in, we rebranded it to uh, UTV, to just UTV Rally Cross, dropped the New England. And then for sure, it was UTV RX. And so. When I came on, there was six racers, period, and I was one of them, like, and so was the other dude, you know, so there wasn't anybody. Right. Um, So, yeah, anyways, I came on, we uh, ended up, I built it up with Pete to eight races and having 50 people, uh, 50 drivers at the race. Oh, wow. Yeah, and, like, like so many UTVs, like, it was cool. Like, our biggest race we had, yeah, 50 (laughs) people, you know, we're talking, like, trailer truck coming in with the whole setup like a race team like we're like yeah we took over um jericho state park in new hampshire and raced at the state park um yeah we did we we did a lot of cool stuff and so that was locally and that was cool um my wife amber she got to race and have fun she had her own utv you know it was like a cool family thing um, and then Pete proposed to me that, like, I come on board with him for his um, racing program for the Best in the Desert series out in uh, Nevada, Utah, Arizona, California. Like, it's in all of those states. Mm-hmm. When you started doing the UTV thing, like, d- was it because, like, you didn't want to do, like, cars anymore? Or was because I know you were into cars, too, for a while. Or was it just, like, a different thing completely? Yeah, so it was, like, the love for cars was there, but the cars 
get the shit kicked out of them on the main roads. It's not like down in Nashville, you know, the roads are a lot more flat and smooth. You know, here you're blowing out wheel bearings and popping tires and, you know, right. whatever, bending rims. Harder you know. to enjoy. Yeah, so, so I was like, the UTV thing was really a kind of like a replacement for the cars because I just like, you know, the building of things and like the driving of things, you know, it didn't matter to me if it was a UTV or a car in that sense. So it was definitely just kind of supplementing my need for that type of thing in my life, so to speak. Um, and with that, like the company at that time, the grow was like built, we're at like a standstill because they're not allowing stores yet. Like right. I had to also have something to feed my need for like progression and stuff. And right. so building UTVs, building a series took that, you know, it filled that void. So it, it really kind of like helped me out with a few things that I was like wanting at that time, you know, which was like wanting to be involved with the car thing and wanting to build something. So it just kind of helped me out there. Um, but yeah, I mean, and then Pete kind of made it so everything like blew up in the sense of how much I was involved, you know, how much I was doing with the UTV series locally, you know, I was running and doing probably 70% of the work instead of 50, you mm -hmm. know, at that point. But, and then involving me in his program out West, that wasn't like a free thing. That was like me having to put money towards the program and I was a part of it. Mm -hmm. And so I mean, it was cool. Like, I did I did seven races, including, like, the UTV World Championship, which is, you know, the big the big show. And then the Mint, uh, the Mint 400, which is the oldest off-road race in America. Okay. Um, so, like, you know, like, I got to do some really cool stuff. We got to, you know, be a part of a parade that went down the strip in Vegas. Like, they shut it down, and it's just all trophy trucks and UTVs. Um, you know, I raced night races overnight, you know, like we, we did hundreds and hundreds of miles. The best that we came in was third and that's out of like 80 something, uh, yeah, UTVs, you know, um, and we're talking teams from all over the country that have millions of dollars. And so like, I'll def, you know, Pete definitely was doing all right with what he had, but what he had was like also kind of what he like con me out of you know so it, it ended up being like a negative thing the way mm -hmm. i got out of it because i realized i was being taken advantage of but during it i definitely had a blast definitely got to experience some cool stuff uh my daughter got to come out to one of the races and like see it and everything um you know uh i like put out it was on the machine was on fire once you know, and I had to get out and put it out, you know, and Damn. like just, you know, different cool things like. Didn't you guys walk in the desert for a long time? Yeah, yeah. So uh, one race, um, I can't remember which race. I think it was the Mint. Yeah, it was because the helicopters were there. So in the Mint, we we busted like our transfer case and then both rear axles. So like the, the UTV is not going to go. So. We walked, like, so far. I can't even remember the mileage at this point, but super far hours, right, across the desert to go get the parts. Walked back, to, and then I installed them, and Pete, you know, had his part too, but uh, 
just so that we could go and finish the race. And they have, like, these helicopters with cameras on them, like, buzzing around, like, you know, because this is on ABC and, like, ESPN and all these things, this, like, event. Yeah. And so, yeah, they got me, like, they were filming me, like, walking across the desert carrying the parts. Because it's funny because you see me carrying <laughs> the parts and then Pete has nothing in his hands. And that's, like, representative of our relationship. <laughs> like, For sure. you know, it, oh, wow. it was, like, clear as day, you know, but... Yeah, like super sweet experiences, like I said. Uh, I saw places I definitely would never see and will never see again, you know, but uh, no regrets. It's It was a big part of like three years of my life for sure. Do you have like a favorite course that you ever went on? Um, Man, it was so cool because like some of these tracks like were through little brooks or like through like a uh, – forests that you didn't even realize they have that type of stuff in the desert like trees and forests and stuff in the middle of the desert type thing but um i would have to say there there's one track that's uh out in it's called caliani in uh nevada it's like kind of north eastern nevada and you jump the road like at 110 miles an hour you like jump like they have people that have stopped traffic and you jump the road like so many feet off the ground and like you flying through the air across the road and then land on the other side wow. still doing you know 100 and and it, there was all kinds of stuff like that but i just remember that that being like a really cool. like defining moment of like whoa this is like insane because you know we do jumps and stuff all the time but they're like in on the course and stuff but when you're jumping like a roadway like you're just like feeling on top of it you know what i mean so yeah that you know that was probably like one of my favorite courses and experiences just because of how it made you feel right and when you were um making this series up here do you design like the course too is that part of the yeah so and that was one of the things that pete actually did he wanted to do the course layout and so um at some places like there was no option, you know, it was either going forward or backwards on the set track, but Mm -hmm. other places we helped develop quite a few places. We developed a whole like track in Norwich walk, me and Pete. And I think Aaron came a few times. Yeah. I think I was out there a few times. Yeah. And, uh, cause at that series, Aaron ended up, cause I ended up raising, uh, racing like this newer razor that I got that my wife raced in like the lower class. So one of the, rewards I would get for working so hard as I got to race the pro class so and Pete didn't race at all so anyways I let Aaron use my other UTV so him and Adam would go race the pro class with me in my other UTV so Aaron ended up coming into um racing a little bit but unfortunately that UTV was just fucking <laughs> piece of shit, dude. And every damn race, dude, this dude would not get to finish because it was break. Because he was yeah. going too well, yeah, Maybe yes, I was going probably. too hard. Too hard, you <laughs> know. know. Yeah. yeah, oh, yeah, I got a bunch of pictures of him jumping and, like, you know, flying through the air and stuff. So, um, yeah, I mean, it was cool because I was able to incorporate, like, him and Adam, you know, into it. Yeah, that was and a good time. Yeah, that sounds fun. Yeah, it was, it was sweet. Um, Those must be really fun to drive. Yeah, for sure, especially yeah. if, right, yeah, I mean, on a course with a helmet and all that good stuff, yeah. like, a blast for sure, you know, like, 
I was absolutely 100% known for rolling the UTVs. <laughs> like, that's... I was absolutely... <laughs> that was my thing, dude. I've rolled everything six times, dude. Like, every corner of the track, dude. I think I still give you shit about that every uh, once in a while. Yeah, yeah, it was just... Like, oh, what, are you going to roll that? Or yeah, what? I just didn't know how to take a corner, so I would, like probably pretty much do the opposite of what I needed to do, which created the momentum for me to just like roll onto my mm -hmm. side. You know, I, I probably needed to break when I was gassing. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I mean, so it was cool. It, I mean, but it had to end because basically a, like I said, I was doing more than my fair share, but also B um, the store was coming. And I knew that in order for us to be successful, with the store, then I needed to give up the UTV thing because that was occupying the building space in my brain, you mm -hmm. know, like, so I can't build a UTV series, which has zero revenue, like, you know, profit, it, you know, it has revenue, but no profit. Uh, right. You know, I can't fill that space in my mind with that when I know I need to fill it with this store that's going to provide for a shit ton of people. Right. So it's like, I had to give that up even though, you know, it was a part of, like, my family. Everybody attended and helped with it, and it helped me include them and my friends, you know. But I know that this store is going to provide for all of them, so I got to, like, let this go. And it was also not good for me to be doing so much of it, and there's no payment or anything for that. You're just doing it for the love of it, but you end up hating it because there's no reward besides getting to race it, but... Yeah, it just was like ended up not being positive for me in that aspect. So um, it had to go. So I know Pete still does it. Uh, he changed the name and everything, but he still does it. So that's good. Those racers still have somewhere to go. Yeah. Um, but we also now have a store that's killing it and is supporting, you know, 10 plus people yeah, and definitely. you know so it was a it was a good trade-off you know what i mean and i can still you know i got a four-seater razor that's all i got now and so i can still go with my friends we went on a trail ride uh down east a month back or whatever yeah. you know so we still get to do those things and i let him drive and he got to you know, get his throttle therapy, you know, <laughs> and, and whatever. But, you know, so it's still Did you go hard. off any sweet jumps? No, unfortunately. No. It was a smooth throw. Oh, yeah, it was super smooth. But yeah. It was a good time, yeah. though. I saw him flexing his calf, though, plenty, trying <laughs> to get that gas pedal <laughs> yeah. down the floor. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it's still part of my life, just not – I'm not having to stress or expend all this money on it in order for it to be a part of my life. Right. Yeah, but it was cool. And did you have a lot of fun when you were doing it? Oh, yeah. I bet that's something blast. you must have really loved. Yeah, it was a good time. Right, it's just mm -hmm. another form of that, you know, like for him. Yeah, whether it falls it in line with the extreme thing. Right, you know? yeah, yeah, right yeah. I guess so, yeah. yeah. Whether it's a car, a motorcycle, a UTV, you know, or a bicycle or whatever, right? Those mm -hmm. things are going to fulfill that while you're doing it for sure. Right. So it doesn't really matter necessarily you know, whether you're hammering on a UTV or, or uh, going through the woods on a snowboard, it's like hitting that, like, receptor that you just love, whatever the fuck <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Yeah. But I don't it's know what it is it. either. Yeah. But so it's definitely you're, something. You're into thrills. I guess. Do you like amusement parks, too? Uh, Yeah, but I'm scared of heights. Really? <laughs> <laughs> so you won't catch him jumping out of a plane or fucking... Yeah, no yeah. way. I'm kind of... So you're not going to skydive or anything like that? No, uh, probably not. 
Oh, name. that was the company oh, trip yeah. next year, dude. Oh, was it? No. Well, what about like zip lining or something like that? Would you ever? That's do not that? bad. That's not bad. Over a gorge so. in Arizona. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Over a gorge. <laughs> well, you didn't describe. Yeah, it, right. Yeah. yeah. How that. big is this gorge? Yeah, it's a pretty, it's a pretty large gorge. Yeah, Thank I you. can imagine for sure. Not the Grand Canyon. Though. That would be <laughs> if you did that. You might be able to even like get it on tape and on tape. Yeah, on tape. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bring my old camcorder. <laughs> throw it in the VCR. Yeah, we'll throw it in the VCR. Yeah, that'd be cool. Zip lining over the Grand Canyon. <laughs> Somebody's already done yeah, something it's like, like that, right? It's like piss clip at 106. <laughs> you know, <laughs> where he pisses his pants over the Grand Canyon. <laughs> Just skip right to that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so with store two, I yeah. I was asked uh, the other day at the, the local market, CNS nice. market, okay. if it's going to be rec or medical is that something that is i didn't know that it had to be one or the other yeah so basically you can't have a recreational retail store and a medicinal retail store in the same structure so like i could like originally what we're going to do with chelsea is just the entryway would get removed and that would get turned into the medical store and then the rec would be what currently is the medical store so then that way it's hard to describe, you know, like this, but basically we would have them both in the same footprint. Medicinal would just be smaller, you know. It would right. just kind of go downsized a little bit. Right. But now we can't have them in the same structure. So that changes things. We can't do it like that. So in order to have them on the same property, we'd have to build another structure in order to accommodate either medicinal or recreational store no matter where we are, whether it's Waterville or Chelsea. Oh, damn. Yeah, so, I mean, it changes things a little bit, but basically the plan is um, day one, the Waterville store will be medicinal. Mm -hmm. So, because what people don't understand is not enough people have been approved, period, in order to facilitate the demand of the recreational market cultivation-wise. Right. So, the recreational market will open, the cultivation won't be able to keep up. Recreational market's going to run out. Right. The So whoever has it, it's going to be gold. You know, if you got, if you got rec flower, it's going to be gold, you know, because it's going to sell out immediately. So right. if you're a producer, you're able to get super high, you know, 3,500 bucks a pound, 4,000 a pound, maybe even more as the market kind of builds up. Right. You know, the first, probably the first year, even more. So basically, um, with recreational comes more regulation. It's going to make it more expensive and harder to operate, you know, in a recreational market than the medicinal market. Mm -hmm. So we're going to keep focusing on the people that have, like, helped us get where we are, which is the medicinal patients. Mm -hmm. And I'm hoping people will realize they need to keep their med card for at least the next two years if they're just a recreational user that has it because there's not going to be the the availability of the recreational flower to even like match yeah it won't know. even make sense right? right so hopefully they keep their cart but we're going to open that open that as a medicinal spot and then maybe eventually that'll turn over to rec mm -hmm. but but as a company recreationally our focus first is the cultivation because we're going to be able to create the revenue to build and do the 
um, rec retail stores from those high price pounds that the cultivation crew puts out to the rec market Mm -hmm. because there's not enough. So we'll cash in on those $35,000, pounds because we're focusing on cultivation first and not a store that doesn't have any flour to sell. Right. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So we're approved for both store and cultivation, but we're just going to focus on that cultivation, get really good flour, work out all the kinks in that new building, and then, you know, figure out what our plan for the store whether we're building a new structure, whether medicinal has taken a hit and we, you know, however that happens, but we're definitely going to do the grow first and get that, you know, capital recreational flower out there. That's awesome. Yeah, for sure. So, but yeah, I mean, they'll both be, both the stores will be medicinal uh, at first, you know, it'll take us a little while, but I mean, the plan is, is to definitely get into the recreational market with a store, but I mean, Right now, we would just have to convert them over, and I don't want to, like, take what we've built with all these patients that trust us and just dump them for a rec store to try to make more money, you know, when really the tax, and we, it's just, there's a lot to it, but, yeah, we just got to stick with the patients until the patients aren't coming anymore in that sense. Right. Yeah. Do you have a plan for the, like, with the second store, is it going to have, like, kind of a similar aesthetic as the as the main one? Yeah, it, it'll definitely have its own flair for mm-hmm. sure, but it'll have a shop chronic. It'll have a display grow. Um, the hive, it, the hive side section mm-hmm. will be much larger. Um, the counter and stuff like, you know, so obviously we had to modify shop chronic and move it down so that we now have a second register at the mm-hmm. Chelsea store instead of that type of thing. It'll be one like, long thing with multiple registers you know probably like three so then we're never nobody's ever waiting because that's like a big thing like people get turned off when they gotta wait around in line and all that good stuff right i don't really want anybody waiting for anything too long you know in that sense so um yeah i mean they'll they'll be it'll be a little bit more convenient but there'll be some more cool things that kind of bring people in um, of course, we'll have the display grow over there, like I said. Um, but, yeah, I mean, kind of same idea for sure. Isn't it crazy that people – remember how much we had to wait for weed back in the day? Oh, like, yeah. you know, like on a Friday after school or something, we'd be trying <laughs> to get weed, and it would be like the whole afternoon, like into the night. Maybe we couldn't even get it then. we finally get a hold of them. Yeah, I'll get it for you tomorrow. Yes. It's like now people are like, I had to wait like – I have 10 minutes in line. It's Jesus. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's yeah. it's crazy. It's crazy. Well, I mean, yeah, because you're at us, you're right. It's more convenient now for everyone. I, so it's like, it's pretty wild. Yeah. So you start, yeah, people just start. And that's something that we talk about is yeah, people just kind of start getting too used to it, you know, to like, you know, especially cause with COVID our business has like, you know, grown in an insane amount. So it's like, we've had to adjust from being a, to like employee retail store you know with me you know we operated me becky and adam pretty much operated it with amber also you know Mm -hmm. coming in to to help us out um but just as far as like trying to figure everything out us three had to go from just us three to having you know different associates you know four more employees that that help with the retail is like 
just a lot to figure out. None of us are like business majors or like, right. you know, anything like that. We're all just like regular ass people like trying to make it work. So to go from serving per day, you know, maybe like 50 to 60 people per day to serving over 200 people is just like, that's a, a big supply wise also. That's just a huge jump. So right. it's, I mean, we made it happen, which is sweet, you know, um, but yeah, it was definitely a challenge because we're not educated in running retail or inventory or anything like that. Right. So, but we're doing it. So when you first opened and you were having some of those slower days, was that like worrisome for you or were you still seeing the growth as things kept going at the beginning? So it was, yeah, I mean, it was definitely getting better because we opened May of 2019, you know, May and in June were like, all right, but pretty slow um you know and it started just slowly climbing i mean one I, there was a time when there was a sunday because when we opened amber and i were working a ton like on in the retail store to cover shifts and we both worked sundays and there was one sunday when we had it was like three people come in and we only made two hundred dollars and i was just like holy shit like this is gonna be hard like, this right. is going to be really hard, like, in order for us to, like, do this, like, in, in for us to be away from our kids for, you know, five hours to have $200 come in, you know, was like, uh, dang, should we close on Sundays, you know? But now, you know, right. on a Sunday, we have over 100 people come through. So right. it's like to go from three to 100, you know, and, like, you know, Amber still works Sundays and there's somebody in there from when she opens the door until five minutes after four, you know, it's just nonstop for her. So thankfully we didn't close Sundays and we've also now opened Mondays. So we're right. open seven days a week to handle, to make Sundays and Tuesdays, not as crazy to kind of spread it out, you know? So yeah, I mean, it's been like a crazy just process for sure just growing that much that's awesome that's a huge growth though yeah like we've we've grown like 850 something percent from last year so that's like a lot yeah. you know like just period for everybody you know including you guys which is the the growth team you know the cultivation dudes to produce the quality with the yields because you know we went from having an overage of your flower the house flower mm -hmm. to now running out constantly and waiting for the next harvest, but having to be patient and let you guys do your jobs and get us like quality stuff, you know, I mean, products for everybody, whether, you know, it's the concentrates that come from your material or it's the actual product, the flower. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's been for everybody like a, a major undertaking to have this volume kind of come up like that. Right. Everyone had to step up. Yeah, yeah for sure. And with you on the cultivation side, like have you with the growth, have you like had to ch adjust anything like with your like mindset or anything like that? Or like with how you've been doing anything to from the beginning, like since when they first opened or anything? So, yeah, I mean, it's just keeping a closer eye on everything and, Making sure the quality is there, keeping the environment on point. Right. You know, making sure all the equipment's working. And yeah, I mean, we've done a ton of upgrades and definitely makes our job easier. But 
still got to maintain everything and and then with the yields, right. you, do you see an increase with yields with like the new stuff? Oh, for sure. Yeah, and in quality too. I mean, that's definitely where it came from. Right. It's, you know, having new stuff and automation and doing things like that, and just trying new tech and you know always researching, just figuring out what's best and what's working in, in your environment and, and applying it all and seeing the results. And what would like you say your favorite part about? This is obviously your probably your favorite job you've had, right? Oh, for sure. Because yeah, what, I mean, what, what did you do before this? Like, for uh, before I did like painting, house painting, and remodels and stuff like that. Right. And then before that, I was uh, like a I worked on cars at like dealerships. I right. was, Like a dealer mechanic. Yep. Um, but yeah, this is definitely my favorite my favorite job so far. But I feel like I use pieces from my other careers. Right. And I use like my knowledge from other things. In this as well. So, I mean, it's pretty cool. Right. I see you, like, when, uh, like, electrical stuff. Oh, yeah. Doing stuff. It. And every time I see you doing electrical stuff, I'm like, man, that's something, like, just something I've never been able to do. So, like, when I see, like, working with, like, circuitry or, like, working with, like, the... Mainly like, just diagnosing, but yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, wow. It's always impressive to me because that that's type of stuff has always kind of been, like, foreign to me. I've never worked on cars right, or anything right. like that. You know what I mean? And, um... Oh, yeah, I had to fix your door the other day. Yeah, which <laughs> props to him for fixing my door because the yeah. window would not go up. Oh, yeah, dude, I wish I was, uh, wish I was a day sooner with it. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, no, that yeah, was that was, it was rough. I, uh, I went out and I had probably like half a bag's worth of leaves in there and uh, my whole front. No, the neighbor raked and yeah, just threw yeah, it in there. Yeah, my uh, front uh, driver's side on the board, on the floor panel or whatever was like so much water i was like how did this happen <laughs> it was raining like sideways that day so onto the side where you had no window yeah, yeah. so like when i walked in the morning i was like dude i was like this is gonna be in trouble man yeah. you know but uh, that's one thing i think people don't realize about cultivation and grows like people that aren't involved don't realize how it's a constant uh, progression and like evolution of trying to figure out how to do it better so they have a better product you know whether that's like um you know things going wrong which it happens like a lot because you're dealing with so many different systems you know dehumidification air conditioning you know lighting you have so many different things with little pieces you know that go wrong you know a lot of times it's dehumidifiers that you guys are dealing with but they just, you know, a lot of people don't, I don't think, realize that we don't have just some dude that comes in and fixes stuff when it goes wrong. Like, it's us, you know, right. to fix it. It's up to us to be on it enough to realize it's happening and then, you know, have enough ingenuity to be able to figure out how to fix it or diagnose it, like you right. said. So right. it's like... And I like figuring out how things work and, you know, just have like a mechanical mind, I guess. Right. So right, like a tinkerer. Right, I guess you could say. Yeah, yeah, he's a tinkerer. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's I mean, it's better than like what everyone expects when you say that you grow. Right. Like, oh, yeah, you just, you know, I think that like people in media are like, oh, they don't do anything all day. They probably right, right. just sit around smoke, smoke weed, smoke, pot. smoke like weed the, all day. Like the guy delivering wood the other day. Yeah. Yeah, you just like knew we were stoned out of our gourds. Yeah, you guys must be stoned <laughs> out of your gourds. He's like, I'm stoned just walking in here. And it's like, 
what? Like, <laughs> yeah. what are you talking about? He sure. has no idea how it works. Yeah. No. No, no he, pretty much, he pretty much said that afterwards. Uh, he's like, I don't know. I don't know how that works. He said he didn't smoke the shit, but yeah. then asked me for a bag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got some of that? Yeah, no, my cousin's uncle brother smokes, so I just let him try it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Think I can get a baggie? Isn't that what he said? Yeah. Something yeah, about a bag. Like, uh, I was like, yeah, he doesn't smoke. No. He asked for a baggie. Yeah, a baggie. What, you don't want a jar? <laughs> or a, what, a mylar? Like, what do you mean yeah. a baggie, dude? Yeah. Not here. Yeah, not, not here. No, not here. <laughs> but yeah, it just, you know, it, it's hard to convey to people that, like, it's not just throwing water on it and, like, walking out, setting the lights and walking out. Like, that's how the shitty weed is grown. That's how, right. like, the, the stuff with issues or that doesn't get you high, that's how that stuff's grown. Right. You know? So, um, yeah, much props to the grow dudes for always dealing with the issues. Yeah, there's always something to do. Yes. I feel like, there's, you know what I mean? There's, it's a never-ending yeah. cycle. Yeah, yeah but, Perpetual. you know, hopefully the new building will have things that make it easier. I'm oh, just, for sure. I'm just mm-hmm. trying to make you guys have good morale. I'm just trying <laughs> to make you guys. I'm sure there'll still be it's fucking de- issues all the time. I mean, I, I can't. I'm, it's very streamlined there, honestly, yeah, yeah. for a grow. I feel like it's it's got to be one of the better put together grows around right. for yeah. sure. Yeah, I mean for sure and that's also been a progression of, you know, time just trying to get it there, you know, trying to figure out what works best. We end up with a lot of extra shit because we thought that that was going to work and it didn't, so we couldn't just leave it or we couldn't just, you know, yeah, you got to just keep going. Right. And a lot of people would probably just stick with it. Oh, you yeah. know, they'd probably be like, oh. Yeah, the I I the dude who Got me into growing, you know, uh, a long time ago, like 13 or 14 years ago. He, like, got a warehouse. He, like, built it out, you know, kind of like I did, like mm-hmm. that. But he still has the same air-cooled, single-ended bulb <laughs> hoods. And, like, <laughs> like this, tech. yes, with CO2 burners, you know, with pro- propane burners for the CO2 and stuff. And he never progressed. Like, he just, it worked. Mm-hmm. You know, he gets what he needs and, you know, puts it out, but still uses that old technology, the old equipment. I mean, and I guess it works, but. Is it efficient? Is it efficient? Could right. he do better? You know, I don't know. It, that's, I won't know, but you know what I'm saying. So there's both sides. People do do it both ways. And he has a store and he has a little uh, cultivation that he branded and stuff. So clearly it's working. Mm-hmm. But, I don't know, I feel like if you're not trying new things to make it better, like, how, I don't know, how is it even fun anymore in that sense? Like, how is it even, like, get you going if it's just, like, oh, it's just another cycle with the same stuff that's doing the same thing that's just moderate and it's good enough, you know? Right. Yeah. And it's, uh, that's kind of like with strains. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, uh, for sure. Constantly, every so often, changing strains out. Yeah, I mean, in that... That takes forever. That yeah. takes forever, <laughs> yeah, like it a solid fe- year. Well, pheno hunting is like, a, yeah, it's a definitely a process. Yeah, it's not something, sure. yeah. And Especially if you do it right. I mean, you can just go order, you know, some shit or whatever. Yeah, still I'm sure you can find some yeah, shit on yeah. Instagram or whatever, but, like, more problems come with taking cuts and things like that, yeah. you know. And so, yeah, that is a hard thing because now strains are, like, a hype. So you almost have to try to keep up 
with like the hype, which is like lame because you get some people who just love a certain strain. They don't want you to keep up with the hype. They want you to keep this strain. Let's just say cherry punch. They right. want you to have their cherry punch. But then right. this other guy comes in and he want he wants you to be, you know, cycling through strains and coming with the hype stuff for the good price, you know. And so what should they rap about? Yeah, yeah should they rap about? <laughs> and so it's hard, you know, for us to be trying to accommodate both, you know, like keep your classic strains that people love and get used to and count on for real medicinal purposes, or be chasing this hype that like brings you in more people but just for that and not for all your other stuff that the the regulars are coming in for right so i mean we're trying to do a mix of both you know we we got deadhead which we've had since day one you know and then more recently we incorporated like mendo cookies that aaron fino hunted and you know so we're kind of trying to have a mix you Mm -hmm. know of it but we're both fino hunting some new stuff right now so Hopefully one of us gets something. Nice. Something. 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 Sure. Sure something good could come. We'll see it in a year. We'll see it in a year. Yeah, 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 for sure. All right, well, you guys want to do something fun? Want to talk about uh, the first time you guys ever smoked them? You guys remember the first time you ever got? I'll never forget. Yeah, sorry. I remember. (laughs) You remember? Yeah. So, uh, So who wants to go first? You can go. You can you go, go first. first, Aaron. Man, Mine's you have not that a good fun. <laughs> yours wasn't too fun. <laughs> no, it was one of those uh, in a friend's. I don't know. I guess you would call it a finished attic that had like a staircase, and that was like his hangout spot, and like where they had the video games and things like that. Yeah, <clears throat> we were just hanging out up there, and they were. Sm- it wasn't the first time I smoked, but it was the first time I got high mm-hmm. or felt anything. But uh, it was, like, those Optimo cigars. Like, it was, like, a real leaf cigar. And yeah. for some reason, I, like, I don't know. It just hit me way different. And, like, I was high. And I ended up getting sick. And Well, it's, yeah, it was did like you smoke, like, tobacco high. at all? No. I think so. that probably has something to do with it, right? Probably. Because it has tobacco in but the leaf, right? Right, for sure. Yeah. And I only hit it, like, probably two or three times. I feel like so. I get super, super baked whenever I smoke something like with a tobacco leaf or something like right, that. Because right, right, right. I don't smoke cigarettes and I never really have. So right. it's like, I feel like my body feels like the nicotine is more foreign than like the, the weed. weed. Yeah. So I'm like, right, right. whoa, I'm super <laughs> fucked up. Like, Right, yeah, yeah, backwoods get me that way sometimes. I get a little yeah. like shaky and like, yeah. whoa, what, what is this? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> is this the weed? No. Is it tobacco? So did you did get high your first time smoking though? Not my first time, no. No, but that was probably my third or second or third time. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I had like a friend that lived two doors down from me that his older brother did it, so he ended up doing it. So yeah, it was like a big thing you hid though, you know, from your parents, of course. But like, I don't know, like buying it and everything, it was just a sketchy experience. It seemed right. like, and. Uh, Different times. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I remember some really sketchy experiences getting no, weed when I was younger. Like, And there's no telling what I was smoking. Like, back in the day. <laughs> in like, Nashville. In Nashville. Yeah. Like, it was for sure brick weed. Like, oh, yeah. Had to be. 
Yeah, that's where There's I saw no my way. first brick. Yeah. It was in Nashville, dude. And I was like, oh my gosh. I remember the first time that's I saw what, that. That's I was what like, inspired what? you. You're like, I'm never going to see Like, believe. it was a literal cube. Like, this guy pulled out one time. I was like, what the hell is that? <laughs> that's a pound like of weed, yeah. son. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, was like, it was literally like a cube. I'm like, I just didn't know what, even what to think of it. But now, you know, it's like you get a, you see a pound and it's actual nugs, not all compressed together. Right. Yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah, that is yeah. cool when it's like. And it's not brown and. Brown, yeah. Smell like. Vacuum sealed. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I don't. I don't even know who grows that anymore, or how they get it, or who's buying it. Or That's like, like the other day, somebody goes, before. somebody goes, some, some, said something about Mersh, and I was like, is is that even a thing anymore? Like, <laughs> right. what is Mersh anymore? Right. Mersh is technically what you guys grow because it's commercial weed, right? Like, right. a commercial company. So oh, it's great! Commercial. So like, great. the term doesn't <laughs> even make sense Mersh anymore. Mersh farmers over yeah. here. Yeah, swaggle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, swaggle. Swaggle farms, yeah. Yeah, no, so, yeah, my first time, like, I mean, yeah, like you said, like, my first time smoking weed, like, I think I probably, I think I hit a bowl and, like, didn't get high, you know, I was like, yeah, this is stupid, you know, but my first time getting high was a different story. Uh, I was 21, my first time getting high, and uh, I was at John Kettner's house. Nice. Yep. So okay, I'm at in John Kettner. He's he's a funny guy. He's yeah, he, he is. He's just a, he's a funny. Guy. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we're at his house and like he has like a a barn garage thing and there's a bunch of us and I I think I fell into peer pressure or whatever. So um, I like didn't know what it was like to get high. So it was kind of crazy because I asked like I'm like, well, what the fuck's it gonna be like? Like, what's up? Like, what mm-hmm. you know? And they're like, oh, time slow. So th- they described to me what they felt being high was like so i was like all right you know what fuck it and i took i ripped off his bong yeah and so dude yeah i got insanely fucked up i didn't puke or nothing but i felt like that time the way i got high was exactly as they described it like like my mind like catered to their description so like my high was time went really slow you know that everything that they described Mm -hmm. so but the best part about this, right, was somebody along this way while I was super high and zoned out staring at the cat on the beam up on the ceiling, you yeah. know, <laughs> like they <laughs> dared this chick, Jenber, you know her, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They dare her, okay, to commemorate my first time getting high to drink the bong water <laughs> of my first high. <laughs> <laughs> What a commemoration. <laughs> yeah, dude. And so I'm like, <laughs> I'm not even really conscious, like, during the the come up of this whole thing, right? This dare of my commemoration. That's so you awesome. Know? And so I come out of it, like, you know, like, what the hell is going on? Why is everybody so pumped? Like, oh, Jen's going to drink some of the bong water of your first thing. <laughs> and I was like, Why dude, is everyone I was so like, pumped? Yes, dude. There's like probably 12 or 13 of us and everybody's cheering her on and i'm like fuck it i'll throw down 30 dollars if you drink the whole thing like this is you know i'm getting into i'm like this is my first time getting high you have to drink the whole thing you know dude i don't know man she's raw she drank the whole fucking thing dude threw my 30 dollars back at me dude 
two minutes later was puking everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) Bong water, dude. Like, she was just hard as hell, dude. Like, she just hugged it, threw my money at me, dude, went and puked. And I was like... Dude, this is getting high is cool. Yeah, get, if that's if, yeah, if that's what you base it off. That for sure, that's right. that's great. It set me up. Yeah, dude. like that's a life changing experience. Yeah, but like, sure enough, dude, I like <laughs> tried to hit a bong again, dude. Nobody drank the bong water. Like it was like such next, a letdown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next time I smoke a next time you smoke a mile. Let me know and I'll come over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. put that shit on ice though. Yeah, for sure. Put some Ooh. San Pelli in it. Yeah. Yeah, so that yeah, that was my first time. It was it was sweet, dude. Yeah, my f- my first time smoking. I remember it was like after one of those like uh, I think it was like a middle school dance or whatever. And uh, <laughs> it, and I like remember I was with some friends and I smoked like a little bit, but I didn't feel anything. And then they both like my two friends that I was with acted like they were like super high, and it like kind of turned me off from the whole thing. Yeah. And I was like, oh, no, I'm not really digging this. So it was a little while after that I smoked again and, like, actually got high. But there was, like, that trail that was, like, behind Prey Street from, like, when we would leave high school, you would, like, people would walk downtown. And there was, like, this trail that was, like, through the woods. Yeah, that was, that like, w- right by where I grew up. I used that all the time. Yeah, I can't yeah. remember what they, I think there was, like, a name. There for was it. a name. Yeah, yeah I, I can't, can't remember what it was. <laughs> but I remember where I was walking home or walking with a friend one day, like, down there, and there was a bunch of people, like, and it was, like, all, like, the people that, like, were considered, like, popular or whatever, and I was, like, oh, shit, what are they all doing? Like, they were never down here, and it was, like, just a big crowd of people smoking, and I was, like, like come on, come smoke with us. I was, like, oh, oh okay, yeah, so. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay, uh, okay. You got I was, like, all right, yeah, cool. I mean, uh, I'll be cool. It was a bunch of, and it was, like, a bunch of people, like, even people that, like, for some reason, it was, like, people that I never, like, saw even hanging out together. It was, like, a lot of people must have met up because it was like also like at the time it was like three joints the thing being passed around which you're like was, dude what which the was hell? like I was like holy crap we get three joints around here like this is crazy <laughs> <laughs> three joints around here. yeah so like yeah that was like the, I just remember like walking around downtown Gardner afterwards like pretty much like because they all went and did their own thing and I I was like all right bye and I like I remember just like <laughs> like leaving and I just remember like walking around downtown Gardner and being like oh wow this is this is great. This is just great. I I think I'm into this. And then, like, I slowly progressed into, like, I think I was, like, more of, like, a smoke on, like, whenever it was, like, around for, like, a while. And then I remember, like, I think I'm going to get my own bag. You know, like, (laughs) I think I'm going to bring the weed to the party sometime here. (laughs) That's First time's the best. Yeah, it's definitely a progression. The weed etiquette is definitely upped. Like, uh, I uh, threw out a roach, and I remember, like, Somebody was like, dude, you, what the hell are you doing? I was like, dude, it was like that much. Like, oh, I never throw my roaches. <laughs> and I was like, okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude, My dad used to freak out. He was like, what are you doing all these? What do you mean you're throwing that away? What do you mean? Second gens. Second gens. My day we would have killed for this. Yeah. Right, right. He didn't even smoke. I was like, what? <laughs> you, you want me to save it for myself? <laughs> I don't want that. He's, he's trying to teach you, man. Life ways. It's not about the roach, dude. It's about that last piece of bread. Yeah. <laughs> yes. yes. That's the end that's piece. Great. Throw it in the trash. <laughs> well, I guess we can wrap it up, guys. Oh, I yeah. appreciate you guys for taking some time out of your weekend. I know you guys are s- both super busy. 
No, glad to do it, dude. Glad yeah, yeah, to support. Yeah, it was a good time. Yeah, well, that was great. Hopefully some of your listeners uh, find some value in our stories. Yeah, I hope they do. Yeah. I hope they find value in every every show, oh, every yeah. episode. Different yeah. value every time, but yeah. there's value. And that's the key, yeah. I think. Oh, yeah. Thanks for having us, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. And um, so you guys know, you guys probably know where you can find these guys. But uh, Aaron, he's over at, at Capital Cultivation. Capital underscore cultivation, correct, right? Capital dot. Capital dot cultivation. cultivation. Capital dot. And Hive Medicinal 2009. Yep. That's, that's us. That's you guys. Support us. We're trying hard as hell. Yeah, they are. Yeah, we're not taking Killing any too. money from anybody. We're all we're doing it all from the patients. They're the ones that's uh, upgrading the grows and, you know, all this stuff. So much props to them, too. Oh, yeah. And you can find me at... That's the world we're living in on Instagram and all that good stuff. So thanks, guys. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.